Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Zdenek's English Podcast. This is Zdenek and I'm your host, as you know. And today I'm doing one of those interview episodes that you all like so much. I don't know why it sounded sarcastic. It was not supposed to be. And today I'm doing an interview with Maria. Hello, Maria. Hi. Maria is actually... Um, she impressed me by agreeing to do this podcast with uh, so much enthusiasm. Not everybody is like that, Maria. So why were you so much up for it? I guess because I've always been passionate about the English language, so that's why like, I, I didn't even hesitate about uh, <laughs> I noticed it, yeah. it really struck me. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's go then. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely cool. A lot of, lot of my um, interviewees in the past have, have had to be convinced, or had to be convinced by me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it took really hard work sometimes, but with you... <laughs> I mean, any opportunity to speak English is, uh, is a delight for me, so, okay. so why not? That's, yeah. that's really cool. I wish everybody uh, on, on this podcast had the same attitude as you. <laughs> And it's, it's much appreciated, really, Maria. Am I pronouncing your name right? Actually, b- b- prior to, the, prior to uh, starting this podcast, I wrote down the transcription of your name here, as you can see, on, on this, in this notebook. And it's, it says Maria, Maria. Yeah, it's actually Maria. Maria? Yeah, but it doesn't really make a difference to me. I won't get annoyed or anything if you... You won't leave in the middle of the recording, (laughs) will you? No, not at all. Okay, cool. Uh, Maria, did we mention where you're from? I'm from Skopje, Macedonia. Skopje Mm -hmm. is actually the capital city of Macedonia. Mm -hmm. So, I've had a city life, I guess you could say. I'm sure the listeners from Europe will know where Macedonia is, but I hope so. you, will not, you will not get insulted if, if we explain where Macedonia exactly is in Europe, because I do get listeners from all around the world, and I don't know myself about some small countries in Asia, or you know, so I wouldn't be surprised, because it's not such a large country uh, in comparison to, let's say, Germany or France. or. Yeah, it's quite a small country, we only have two million citizens in our country and uh, you're one of them yeah and this happens to me a lot actually people don't know where Macedonia is Uh, Macedonia is north of Greece north of Greece yes it's uh, is Greece your neighboring country yes and it's a landlocked country so it's surrounded by uh, Greece by Bulgaria Serbia Kosovo and Mm -hmm. Albania so by landlocked you mean it's there is no you don't have uh, the sea yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so you have come You've come to the Czech Republic now because we we are not in Macedonia, actually, listeners. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't go to Macedonia to interview Maria. Actually, she came here to do the podcast, and then she's flying back. No, it's, it's not it's not true. It's not true. Uh, so, what are you doing here in the Czech Republic, in uh, another landlocked country? Uh, I came here to. Um, I don't know, do a university degree here or have a university degree mm-hmm. here. But before doing that, I have to learn the Czech language first. Okay. So, so I, why are we speaking English now? That doesn't make much sense, does it? Because you're an English teacher I don't <laughs> or your podcast is about the English language. Yeah. I've actually co- recorded one episode in Czech and some, some people found it interesting, but I don't, I, I don't like it so much because it doesn't challenge me. 
Yeah, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I prefer this much more. And I, I even feel more comfortable recording podcasts in English than in Czech these days. So um, I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, there has been a study or something that you actually change personalities when you speak in another language. Really? So I noticed even a long time ago that when I speak uh, in English, I'm more confident about myself. So huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I would actually say the same about me. You agree? Yeah. Which is really weird. I don't know, but it's true. But it's it may be based. Uh, it may be related to the fact that I spend more time speaking English every week than I speak Czech. I believe. Yeah. So that might be that might be the reason. Yeah, and maybe I'm not so proud of this, but I think I have read more English books this past year than mm -hmm. more than Macedonian books. And now you will yeah. have to read Czech books too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. I actually <laughs> got a scholarship to study here. You so. got a scholarship to yes, study here. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm. So you're financed, basically. Scholarship, listeners, if you don't know what that means, that means that uh, the Macedonian government decided. Or is it? Yeah, I think so. Mm, the scholarship the school, is uh, the school that sent you here. No, not quite. Actually, the scholarship is by the Ministry of Education here in, in oh. of the Czech Republic. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so what happens is that they pick students from other countries, and they yes. they have some quota. Maybe they have a quota for students from Macedonia. Yeah. Wait a minute. So you are like. You're like the cream of the crop here. You're the you're the best, right? Did you have to go through some audition or? Uh, it was a long process. It was a one-year process, actually. Really? I applied last September. It was okay. More than one year ago. First, I did an online application. Then they sent me an IQ test, actually. Uh, you, you must have passed it with flying colors, <laughs> right? And they called me in for an interview. It was that, a... that was in English or? In Macedonian, in Macedonian, in Macedonian, but it was okay. in the Czech consulate, mm. so still the Czech embassy was in charge of mm. uh, picking the candidates, mm -hmm. and after that I was chosen as a candidate, mm -hmm. uh, which isn't like still the final process because I would still have to prepare documentation, so I had to do like uh, some bureaucracy things like uh, translate my certificates and diploma from my high school into Czech mm -hmm. and do some legalized copies, you know, all that stuff. So. Well, you managed and you're here and uh, yeah. you know, congratulations. I and guess. I found out that I received a scholarship uh, in May. In May? Yeah, at not the end of May. Not long ago. Yeah. It was yeah. like at last moment, we could say. Yeah. Yeah, well, lovely. I'm, I'm happy that you're here. Not just because I can record this podcast with you, Maria, <laughs> but also because you have become a regular at my board game meetups. Yes, which that's is where true. I actually met you. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I haven't missed one board game meeting until which now. Which is really yeah. making me proud. <laughs> and I guess it might be listeners because she doesn't miss a single opportunity to speak English, as we heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be it. Uh, I mean, I don't know, for a long time now I have been uh, thinking in my head in English, so it's, yeah. it's like a normal thing for me, I don't yeah. even have to think beforehand before yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking in English, so... Mm -hmm. it's, okay. it's really like uh, my second language without, yeah, yeah. without any doubt, yeah. I know what you mean, I, uh, I feel the same about myself actually. Um, so, so, how is your check coming along? 
it's uh, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. It takes a lot of patience. It's not as easy as we thought. And some students came here prepared. Some students really? studied Czech before coming here. And you didn't. I didn't. You didn't. Have I time. didn't. I thought it was a waste of time. Wait a minute, but I heard about you. You spent. You had spent some time in Slovakia. Yes, that's true. I spent a month and a half in Bratislava. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the capital of Slovakia. Yeah, and uh, I spent that time volunteering, actually. Uh, Doing what? I volunteered in a kindergarten, mm. and I was supposed to teach uh, kindergarten yeah. children English. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, um, I mean, this all sounds nice and everything, but not everything was perfect as things always are. Uh, I wasn't really, I didn't really have the role of a teacher I was more like the assistant to the teacher you wanted more responsibility and they they were reluctant to give it to you she did most of the teaching maybe I did some games some songs with the kids Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel as fulfilled or as I as if I had a so you were you were forced to keep a low profile (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I said it in a strange way now and that's that's because uh, I thought we would kind of um, Give this give this additional flavor to this recording of the podcast, and uh, we might throw in some idioms from the book that I prepared here, which is called Advanced Everyday English, written by Stephen Stephen Collins. And I've just come across this idiom to keep a low profile, <laughs> which means to behave in a way that does not attract attention to oneself, and it yeah. kind of fits to what you are describing. That's why. I mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was my first time uh, living abroad on my own. Oh, okay. Uh, it was, it was my first time process. doing laundry on my own and cooking. <laughs> Is on that my the own. first thing that came to mind? Yeah, yeah. It was really a learning experience for me. And so when I came here to Podjebradi, it wasn't so weird of an experience to. To do uh, laundry in Podjebradi. <laughs> <laughs> and cook and everything. Because she had already done it, listeners. <laughs> she had done laundry before, so now she doesn't struggle doing laundry. And actually. When we met in the square, we had a meeting. Um, the first thing I asked you, it's because I'm a polite person, I asked you how you were. True, true. And what you, what you had been up to. And guess what you answered. Do you remember what you answered to me? I do. I said I had done laundry earlier yes. today. <laughs> yes. So laundry seems to be seems to be a, 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 a reoccurring theme here. I don't know, it's probably because I'm so proud of myself for... Doing laundry <laughs> every week. How, how often do you do, you do your laundry? Once every, every two weeks. Every two weeks? Yeah. Okay, I had to do it more often than that, actually. Yeah. You're a lucky one. Wait, do you have a washing machine in the... in the? So you live in the dorm, yeah? Yes, I hall, live in the whatever. dorm. What do you prefer, hall or dorm? Dorm. dorm. Uh, American English. Or dormitory. Dormitory, yeah. I would say hall. As, as, a British, as a British speaker, I guess, but it doesn't matter, does it? So no. there is one there, like everybody shares. There are two washing machines Only and two, two, yeah, for both dorms actually. For how many students? Maybe 150, 100. 150 students. Or 100, I'm not sure. Two washing machines. Are yeah. you kidding me? But we have like a notebook and we schedule like. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we write our names and we say like from really? that hour until that. So what, sometimes what happens to you is that you have to wake up in the middle of the night in order to. <laughs> no, to do not your really. But there are students who don't respect the schedule. Like they just come and. They just come and. 
shove their clothes in, shove their clothes in, and <laughs> in the washing machine. And then, and and then Maria comes and, 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 and she, she gives them a stick about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was my first time using the dryer, really. Oh, uh, the thumb, the thumb, what is it? Tumble dryer. Tumble dryer? I don't know. It's called tumble dryer. Yeah, tumble dryer. I only know It's just, you can just yeah. call it dryer. Yeah, I remember Miguela from England, uh, my friend, she used to call it that. Yeah, she was my colleague in England. And, and there is an episode, I'm, I'm saying this to my listeners really, because there is an episode with Miguela listeners, you can listen to that one. Uh, it's quite a popular episode actually. I'm pretty sure this one will be popular too. Really? You the, think so? Do, do you know what's, what's the main reason I chose you to be on the podcast? What? What do you think? My English, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's true, yeah. Um, because I really feel like, as an English teacher, your English is really top-notch. I don't know, I've said this uh, many times before, but um, I'm not confident about many things uh, mm -hmm. in my life, but if there's something I'm confident about, is my English. At yeah. least I can say that for sure, that I have solid English, you know? I absolutely un you have no idea how much I understand you. Yeah. Because I sometimes feel the same about myself. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. So and also the thing about personalities that maybe we might change personalities when we speak in English or something. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that theory. I like that one. Yeah. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. I think it must be actually true. But it's also like you end up being in a different environment, culture, because of the people you hang out with, mm -hmm. yeah? Don't you? Because my Czech friends here, I do have some Czech friends, but I don't have such strong connection with them, to mm -hmm. be fair. And I feel like fish out of water a little bit sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know that because uh, I, idiom, yeah. I feel more comfortable speaking English, just, just like yourself. And anyway, this, this podcast is not about me, this is about Maria, so we should stick to Maria. <laughs> It's a conversation, it's okay. It's a, it's yeah. a conversation, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, <laughs> did you draw out today, Maria? Did you draw out? I did. I you did? did, actually. Wow, how did I guess that? Yeah, I needed money for laundry. <laughs> oh, you needed money for laundry. What a, what a nice segue that is. That's a, yeah. good, that's a good one. A um, good. We pay like 60 korun for one wash. Approximately like, 60 crowns, that would be like two euros or something like that. That's not too bad. Yeah, I remember I, in England I had to pay five crowns for washing and then five crowns for, for drying. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm exaggerating, maybe it was less. Uh, I don't remember actually. Uh, yeah, it might have been five for both actually. It might have been five for both. I think it is now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So you're probably wondering how I started learning English. Yeah, like yeah, I am. I'm definitely wondering how you started learning. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> learning English. So I guess uh, I started learning when I was in kindergarten. Oh really? Yeah. No, not the one in Slovakia. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> when I was the one in. You were the one. That, that, you were the, a child. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's and uh, I remember, like, my parents enrolled me. It was not for every kid, like. Uh, you had the choice, like parents had the choice whether yeah. they wanted to pay for those extra English classes okay. or not. And I went there. Uh, I don't have strong memories about it, but I do remember one picture of a pineapple. And that is actually the first word I remember learning visually. Like okay. I remember the picture of the pineapple and mm -hmm. it's interesting when I say to people like the first word I remember learning is... It's pineapple. I, yeah. It's a really random word, it doesn't have any... Uh, 
real meaning, but yeah, it's, a really it's an interesting fact. And then um, when I was in my... I had to quit, actually, those kindergarten classes because I had to go to a speech therapist, actually, because I couldn't say the letter R, but the rough R, like R. Is, the, is that Macedonian Yeah, I um, couldn't sound. say R. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it, it uh, overlapped with my English classes, so I had to quit those mm -hmm. and go to a speech therapist. But I guess I, everything turned out fine in the end. Well, <laughs> I have to say, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't notice any speech impediments when yeah. you're talking to me right now. So yeah. I guess it's more of a problem if uh, we were talking Macedonian. But I don't have oh, any, any problems now. You don't have any problems now, so it was just... Um, yeah during this yeah it was just one phase of my life De development. yeah and then i started uh, going to uh, school for languages in second grade mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know my sister did the same thing before me so i guess my parents uh, wanted to do the same thing for me and uh, they my dad always said that uh, it doesn't matter like how much we pay for your english classes it, what matters is that this is an investment. Mm -hmm. he, he referred to my learning of English as an investment. Okay. How did you future. how did you cope with that? I mean, how, you were quite young at that age. I mean, <laughs> no, I, maybe you do you do. Sorry, you do <laughs> seem to be quite mature because mm -hmm. considering you are much younger than me, but I still can't imagine like you being that mature at that age. No, no, maybe he. I mean, I I do understand you had it in you. <laughs> You had it in you since since you were born, of course. But mm -hmm. I, it was another expression, by the way, listeners, to have it in in one. If you have it in you, uh, you possess a certain characteristic which one was not previously aware of. Anyway, <laughs> I think it can be used here. Yeah. Actually. So twice a week, I would go to English classes after school mm -hmm. in a school for languages. They had all kinds of languages, but. Okay. Uh, the only language I learned there was uh, English, and I I visited those classes for let me see seven plus for ten years. For ten years I went to that the same school, that same school. So you became you quickly became an up and coming youngster, yeah. and then before you knew it, you ended up here. Yeah, but the thing is that I wasn't learning English only in those private uh, classes. We what do you started mean you weren't learning? Eventually, I started uh, having English classes in school, oh. in, in normal school. Oh, okay. That was in fourth grade, and that was the first time I was repeating something I, I knew. And this happened to me three times in my life, or maybe four. I was learning the same grammar, the same oh. English grammar, It became a bit boring over. for you. No, not no. at all. You loved it. I loved it. You, lo I you loved, loved being it. the best. <laughs> I hope you didn't become a little bit too cocky, you know, <laughs> which is, by the way, another expression. This is, I shouldn't mention this. I shouldn't say that it's another expression, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, so it is not an understatement to say that you really were nailing it when it comes to learning English. And like I said to you before, this podcast is about learning English. This mm -hmm. is for my my listeners are or uh, language learners or English mm -hmm. language learners. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that you are an ideal guest for this episode because or for the podcast because they can actually understand find, me. Find, <laughs> no, they can find you inspiring. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, yeah, yeah listening to your that, yeah. story about learning English. So, so basically, you started very early. Yes. And yes. so, what kind of teachers did you have? Did you have like teachers with good pronunciation and? Yeah, I have really good experience with teachers. Some of them have uh, traveled the world. Like uh, I had one teacher who went to the Amazon rainforest while yeah, we really? had classes. So we had a substitute teacher while she went okay. there. Uh, really, really good teachers and mm-hmm. uh, in uh, primary school also. Um, I guess I was that good that the teacher would have me check her tests for her. Yeah, I would uh, check the tests and grade them. Okay, good to know. Maybe. This might come in handy one day. <laughs> because lately I have been a bit snowed under. A little bit. I, I've had my hands full. Uh-huh. And um, I was wondering, maybe you could help me out. So consider, like, we, we mustn't tell anybody about this it has to it has except to for all the listeners out there uh, I don't think my employer listens to this yeah, yeah, yeah. and my colleagues don't really listen to this I hope so anyway yeah. otherwise I might be in trouble now by yeah. suggesting this even <laughs> but she would call me from my other classes any mm-hmm. class I had she would call me like because she had the power to do so and she would have me and, well, and it would make you feel special yes yes yeah. yes Maybe as long as she didn't take advantage of you. No, it was a pleasure, really. Why? So you were actually in your element, weren't you? I was. I was. I can imagine. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't baffle me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then in high school, uh, there was a bilingual program. Uh, it's a public high school. Okay. I never went to any private, uh, normal schools. It was a public high school, and. Um, it was half English, half Macedonian mm. program, and we had an entrance exam as well, okay. in English, of course, and I got in, and then... Did you have 100% or...? No, no. 99? <laughs> I don't remember, actually, but uh, because it's a public school, maybe the teachers weren't that well-trained. Mm. Like, mm. They, they knew some English, they mm-hmm. knew some vocabulary, maybe I was uh, in English class, I learned the... Uh, more upper intermediate English, yeah. but it's not like I had the whole English high school experience, not mm-hmm. really. But I still wanted to do something harder than normal, mm-hmm. so this was I'm, actually. I'm, right now, I'm wondering about your English. Like, do you feel like you're C two, or do you think like you're C one? I have uh, been it's... tested. I have been tested, so I can tell you. So. Uh, so I have taken the FCE exam, I have taken CAE, mm-hmm. uh, for those who are not familiar with but those But you passed, you passed CAE. Of course, of CAE course. CAE is basically C1. Yeah, yeah. Um, I passed uh, CAE with an A, which okay. automatically means that I'm C2 level, oh, actually. Oh my god, because I'm yeah. C1 myself, actually. Yeah. So. It was a close one, because I almost wouldn't have gotten it, but I did, and I'm super proud to... I needed one too. point to be C2, actually. Yeah. So your English is better than mine. Mm. No, it's just an <laughs> no. exam. It's just an exam. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it's, it really depends, you know. It's, it's hard so, to judge it like that. Yeah. yeah. I have that, but I took it maybe, I don't know, three or four years ago. Three years ago. Mm. Yeah. I took it three years ago, and I don't know if they still validated it, because, because some universities 
only accept certificates if they're less than two years old. That's true. Yeah. That's true. When it comes to IELTS, for for example, it's yeah. valid for a certain amount of time. I mean, and then you have to retake it. For Cambridge, they say like uh, our diploma lasts until a lifetime, like it lasts mm -hmm. uh, indefinitely. And for TOEFL and uh, IELTS, it lasts only for two years. But universities are looking for fresher certificates. Yeah. Well, it makes sure. sense because I. If it, yeah. You might not use English for a year or two, and you really forget a lot, yeah. don't you? And still, C two doesn't tell 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 you anything because I still make mistakes. It doesn't mean Absolutely. that I don't. Absolutely, I think mistakes. I think it's yeah. also a little bit vague this distinction, yeah. and sometimes it's not even fair. I did I did my IELTS in May this year, yeah. and I got eight, but all I needed was one point, and I would be C two. And in speaking, I actually had C2. Mm -hmm. So I, my, the reason I, not, I, I, I wouldn't say I failed, I was quite proud of my result, actually. But the reason I didn't get C, um, uh, higher than eight was because I messed up the writing part. I, mm -hmm. I got only a seven, so just, the maximum is nine, by the way. Mm -hmm. So okay. anyway, um, so, well, was it a hard decision for you to make to, to come to the Czech Republic or? Mm, the scholarship was really the defining uh, thing that which made it like uh, which made me more convinced to, to mm -hmm. come here because uh, I had always wanted to study abroad but if I would be a burden to my parents if they yeah. had to like finance yeah. me and send yeah. me money every month I wouldn't want that Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I don't want like to be <laughs> like those American students who go in debt because they go yeah. to have one bachelor degree, yeah. it's it's not it's not worth it really. Mm. A, it can get stressful, I guess. Yeah. Put put a lot of pressure on yourself. So this was the best opportunity I found, which I could be independent. And uh, I think it's a shame, really, that you don't study in English something here. I so tried because, because what do you mean? You I tried applying to universities. Okay. Uh, because uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but before coming here, I had studied one year of economics in so my You mentioned it to country. me, but I don't think you mentioned, mentioned it to our listeners. Yeah. So before that, I, after finishing high school, I tried applying to some universities abroad. I applied mm. to the United States, I applied to the Netherlands, Germany, all English uh, majors. I mean, not for studying uh, English, but uh, majors in English, taught in English. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get a full scholarship anywhere, maybe somewhere partial scholarships. Really? But it would still be too costly for me, so... Yeah, I guess they, they just pick one or two people. I mean, or they want money. Or yeah. they want, well, everybody yeah. wants money these days, don't yeah. they? <laughs> so, so, so with this scholarship, you are able to make ends meet. Yes, yes, definitely. Which is, which is great, which is yeah, great. I have enough money for every month. I'm happy for you. Yeah, and I don't have to pay for uh, the education because mm -hmm. here it's free, university is free. Perfect. If you, as long as you study in Czech. You can even pay for this. What's that? Uh, beer? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> you can afford to buy beer in the Czech Republic. Of course, it's cheaper Do than water here. <laughs> <laughs> She's not lying, listeners. It's true. Beer is cheaper here than water, so if you have ever been considering, if you if you have ever considered visiting this place, and you were not sure, I think now 
this might have changed your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and if, if I could give any advice to uh, people who are trying to learn the English language or any language, really, mm-hmm. is to really, really be passionate about it and to really enjoy what you're doing when you're learning it. Because whenever yeah. I had to do English homework, it was my favorite thing in yeah. the world. And uh, I don't know if this is some kind of perfectionist thing or not, but in, I would fill every workbook completely like even if that wasn't assigned for homework i would fill it out <laughs> so so by and large you are a weirdo <laughs> yeah. but definitely not the laughing stock because as an english teacher as a podcaster i have to i really find you in- inspiring i just said that one because it was an expression i found here <laughs> things <laughs> but uh, and also also when you you're trying to learn a, a foreign language any language yeah English especially you need to try to feel the language when mm-hmm. you speak it you need to like really feel and have a sense of what you're doing not feel it as a chore like I have to learn English because of a job or something but really really like mm-hmm. try to feel the language when you're learning. and then if you do that if you follow Maria's advice Good I'm results sure. will come. I'm yeah. sure you will reap the rewards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do with the Czech language now. Okay. I'm trying to really, really get a sense of it and mm. grow you, to like it. It's challenging. Be- it's a, it's a tough. Uh, what was the phrase? It's a tough. Uh, tough call? No. No. It's uh, hard. Na- hard it's nail hard to, to get. crack. Yeah. Is it something like not hard? Not to crack? Crack? No? I don't know. It's playing hard to get for me. Like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Alright, so it's a challenge. How, what, what, what idiom could we use here? It's... Um, mm, we're showing off with idioms and when we need one, it doesn't <laughs> come, does it? Uh, I guess we will just have to ignore this. Yeah, but... Uh, and move on. <laughs> I, I shouldn't be feeling uh, learning Czech as a chore. But yeah, you should you should yeah. follow the same advice you just yeah. given to us in, for English language. Uh, you should do exa- exactly the same. Do you think you have uh, done the same, like what while learning English? Do you think that you? Um, I would say that I've done most than I've done more than most people would. I guess. Mm-hmm. And even at the level that I got to after graduating from a university, which meant I became um, a full-time teacher and I had the knowledge and I had the level of English necessary for doing that job, I still felt like I knew nothing. Really? I, I, I knew I didn't know enough. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to improve and gain more knowledge. Well, you could always learn more, you can always absolutely, know more. Absolutely, and that's why I started dabbling into podcasting. Mm-hmm. First I listened to some podcasts, then I started doing this one. And these days it's it's an inherent part of my life and I can't really imagine my life without podcasts. Actually, do you know where I learned most of the toughest vocabulary in English? Like how I learned it? Uh, Tell me, 
it's mostly applicable for high school students, but because I wanted to take a shot at studying in the United States, I had to take the SATs. I don't know if you have heard of those, that but test. Is it, is, it, is it just another proficiency exam? No, it's actually, they test you both in math and English. So, so it's something you need for entrance exam? Again. Yeah, something like okay. that. And it's a way to score students on how intelligent they are or something. Mm -hmm. Because uh, they're not testing them about grammar things. Okay, maybe grammar too, but okay. mostly tougher academic oh. vocabulary. Oh, it's something like IELTS academic. You would need for university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and similar so, to IELTS academic actually. Yeah, I had to practice a lot for that and uh, I printed out flashcards. I found some flashcards in a book about okay. SATs. I printed it out, cut them out and I would practice them, just practice nice. them. Nice. Uh, do you do this these days or you stop? Not so much, not but so much. I am so happy when I'm reading a book mm -hmm. and I encounter one of those words I learned mm -hmm. by just sitting down and studying vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, and even during that period when I was uh, learning those words and uh, I would keep seeing them. It's a phenomenon when you learn a new word yeah. or some new idea or some new concept, mm -hmm. you keep encountering it everywhere. It's true. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. It is true. Yeah. And you, you feel like you hadn't, you hadn't had the pleasure to see these words before, like yeah. for a year you, di you hadn't seen these words and then suddenly yeah. You learn to use it and somehow, is it is it maybe because when we listen to something or read something, we just tend to ignore words that are unknown to us sometimes or just, I don't know, I guess, maybe, could be it. Maybe we're looking mostly for things we're familiar with, so... Mm, sometimes we just go after the, the gist, you know, the general idea mm -hmm. and that that does the job for us. Yeah. You know. And also, another way for learning uh, English vocabulary is um, I have an ebook reader, I have a Kindle, mm -hmm. which is, I guess, my favorite piece of technology, I would say. Okay. And it's a really, really good uh, ebook reader because while you're reading a book page by page, if yeah. you don't know a word, you can just click on the word mm -hmm. and immediately a whole English dictionary yeah, will pop up. Yeah, of that word. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually saves your words. So every unfamiliar word you encounter while reading a book, it will save it for you. Then you can go back in to a it. Vocabulary learner, and mm -hmm. you can learn them like flashcards inside yeah. the Kindle. I actually think I know what what Maria is talking about because I have Kindle myself. I'll be fair with you. These days I don't read that much, but I do own Kindle, and I remember the the software you're talking about is called Wordwise. Am I right? Mm, it was there's called, another one. Oh, there's there is a better one these days. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair. Yeah. I've just, I've just, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, um, what's the word I need to use here? Browsing? No. When listing, looking through. Listing, listing through this, uh, looking through this book, uh, randomly. Flicking through, that's the one I was looking for. I'm flicking through this book. And I've come across the. Yo. To some idiots, you know. Yelena I'm sorry, listeners, I've just used my check. I hope you didn't mind. And um, what, was, what I was talking before, before I was interrupted was that I've come across one piece of vocabulary to cram. 
Is this something you have to do at this school or not so much? To cram? Hmm. Not so much really because um, I guess for the Czech language we have homework every day and I don't even have to study deliberately because through the homework I get all the practice I need mostly because our teacher is really challenging us because mm -hmm. I that's, guess I'm in one of the better classes Yeah. because I am from a Slavic country which uh, and Macedonian is I guess more similar to the Czech language mm -hmm. than, than other languages, languages from uh, Asia or from South America mm -hmm. would be so yeah. maybe I do have an advantage yeah, I must admit that's yeah. good that's good that you're not out of your depth yet <laughs> you might be one day no I'm not, I'm not, I'm not implying that I, I think you will not be out of your depth yeah but it's uh, English learners are luckier because they don't have to learn about declinations like <laughs> yeah. I'm under no illusions that learning Czech language must be really tough I can't I can imagine because I can't speak that language myself sometimes, you know, so... <laughs> yeah. Alright, well... Um, Macedonia. Tell us, about, tell us about Macedonia. So you said it's, um, it's a country uh, north of Greece mm -hmm. and uh, the capital is Skopje. I'm trying to remember Skopje and that's where you're from and you have two million inhabitants. True. And so it's one of the states in what we would now call former Yugoslavia. Yeah. 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 And so there are a lot of states like that. So we have like Croatia. Now let, let me see if I can name them all. Okay. I'll, pro I'll probably fail, but okay, let's see. Bosnia, Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro. True. Slo Slovenia. Yeah. Albania? No. No, that, but it's close. Did you mention Macedonia? <laughs> well, <laughs> of course. I think there were Macedonia. There were seven countries all in all. I hope this, I'm not I, making I, any I'm mistakes. I'm sure the listeners who come from those countries will, will now <laughs> beat me over it, beat me up over it. Yeah, I'm not even completely sure myself. So thanks. I've just I just thanked the waiter in, in English and it, it threw him off. It threw him off completely. It happens. It happens, yeah. Yeah, so it's a small country, but it's an interesting fact that 80% of the whole country is consisted of mountains. Mm. We have a lot of mountains oh, you in do, Macedonia. Yeah? Uh, and we have three small lakes, uh, one of which is protected by UNESCO. Mm -hmm. It's called Ohrid, the Ohrid Lake. It's one of my favorite places in Macedonia, and uh, there are a lot of tourists every year there. And uh, I would recommend anyone to okay. go there. Okay. Well, if you ever go to Macedonia, this is the place to visit, definitely. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. Macedonia and maybe the whole Balkan Peninsula has a very. Uh, how to say lazy mindset like we're not the most mm. hardworking people. lazy bones <laughs> lazy bones yeah really like yeah, you, you, and it's true you're relaxed mm -hmm. and uh, it's nice i and like it not it's rare for people to be on time on on right, any so kind you, you, of you, you, events yeah yeah but to be fair it's not really fair maria here because she actually came on time she was about only three minutes late, which is something that I consider 
it's I don't really consider it being late. I don't know, according to my clock I was on time. <laughs> I, I made it up, listeners. I just wanted to see her reaction. <laughs> but apparently... So what you are trying to say here, maybe a little bit too loud. Am I a bit too loud, do you think? No. no what you are trying so. to say is that you are not a typical Macedonian. Do, am, I, am I reading between the lines here? I don't want to say that I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> well, no. you, you come across it. You, you do come across a bit cocky. I'm, I'm just joking, of course. This is what we do on the next English podcast. Yeah. We sometimes tease the guests <laughs> and see how far it can go until until they. Um, you know. I guess you could say I don't listen to Macedonian music or any Balkan music. Mm -hmm. I'm not the perfect specimen of the country. <laughs> what do you mean? You are the perfect specimen. You went. You went out of your way. You went the extra mile to do something like this it's not the easiest thing in the world okay that's another perspective yeah. it is it yeah. is the the best perspective <laughs> of course if anything like that ever exists yeah well okay you could say that I'm not a nationalist person like a, a nationalist nationalist you're not I'm a, not a, a nationalist a but patriotic too when you go abroad and when you encounter any Macedonian people or when someone yeah. mentions Macedonia, you can't help but feel, be happy or something or say something, oh, okay. oh, I'm from Macedonia. Or, yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, well, it's, it's part of you, of course. Like, even if you may end up living here in the Czech Republic one day, if you want to study here, you never know, you know. Yeah. You, you, this place might grow on you and then you never know. Yeah. But it, even if you let's say start a start a new life here still you will be Macedonian like you can't really yeah yeah you know yeah. let go of that I used identity. to think like maybe I'm a world citizen or something yeah. but uh, there is uh, some identity to your country I guess I, be I even believe that there is yeah. identity to being European so yeah and I'm a little bit disappointed that we have so many Eurosceptics in our country. And I'm speaking, not only speaking about my friends, but also like the political scene lately. It's been. I don't want to talk about politics, listeners, but there has been some Euroscepticism lately. And I don't think it's just in in, in this country. It's well, we can see the example of Brexit, and so I guess European Union needs a reform. But it's still one of the best things that happened to us. I hope you will agree with me. Yeah, I do agree. But I, you are not in European Union. We are not. Uh, Actually, uh, yeah. for those who are interested about this scholarship, this scholarship is only for non-EU countries. Ah, so actually, if you were in EU, you might not have got it. Or I would have to pay you or something. Uh, yeah. So you were actually lucky Yeah. that your country isn't your opinion and I'm also lucky because my country is not that far away from Czech Republic I can travel by plane only for three hours and get three to hours Skopje. yeah it's nice yeah there is a direct flight uh, okay. Prague Skopje it's is it already three hours yeah hmm it's interesting it's two hours to London I, I did I wouldn't it's three hours. I wouldn't I, imagine. I that. experienced it myself. You did? Uh, by, I took uh, a Czech Airlines plane okay. but when I came here, but uh, on the way back, because I'm going back for Christmas holidays, I'm gonna 
catch uh, a plane from Bratislava. Yeah, because it's cheaper. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Plus, I already know Bratislava. I know how to get from the train station to the uh, airport. So. Yeah. So you'll make a beeline for the airport. Yeah. Okay. Very well then. So. Um, so we mentioned the board games, right? So this is how we met. You became a regular. Mm -hmm. And so how do you find? Can we just um, mention the games, or could could we touch on the games a little bit? So how do you find the games yeah, themselves? Yeah, like uh, the English aspect, we understand that you like speaking English and like mingling and socializing, basically. But how about the ga games themselves? Okay, so before. Uh, before I started going to the board games, it's not like I had that much experience with board games. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I had played Monopoly, which I'm guessing you don't like because it's too... We don't really consider it a game. Yeah. Us, the geeks, the, 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 true, the true board game geeks. Monopoly is I had also played uh, Secret Hitler before, but apart okay. from that, I hadn't played many games. Maybe because they're not as accessible in my country mm -hmm. or they're just expensive and we don't really spend money on that I don't know I haven't really thought about it but um, I do consider myself uh, a geek also yeah, yeah. In, what, in what way uh, I don't know I, I read a lot of books I watch a lot of movies and because there is a difference between geek and a nerd for those who are interested mm -hmm. a tell geek, us about it a geek is someone who is very passionate about something, like maybe a Star Wars geek, a yeah. Star Trek geek, yeah. uh, or a Game of Thrones geek. So we could say that it's, it can be positive, geek. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite proud to be a geek, to be fair. And a nerd is someone who is very good at studying, who is very smart. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes people don't like them for that reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but it's geeks geek. could be any kinds of people who yeah. are really in one subculture of something. Yeah. 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 No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's true. But I think, from my experience, sometimes these terms are used interchangeably too. True. Some true. people just don't make any difference. But I think there is little difference actually. Yeah. So how are you finding the new games we have recently played? They're they're really fun. Yeah. Uh, you could say that uh, Fridays are a highlight for me from the week because. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad. I, I really don't prefer going out to parties and loud music where you can't really talk to people. So mm -hmm. the, this is the yeah the best socializing opportunity I have. Lovely, lovely. Mm -hmm. I, I, I wish more people had the same attitude as you. Yeah, I don't, I can count maybe on on fingers how how many parties I have enjoyed in my life. Really? I, I'm not really a party person. Oh. Yeah. It's okay, I guess. Yeah. We all have our interests and things we are into and things we are not into. Yeah. <laughs> what a massive thought that one was. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so you don't you don't feel alienated in this country. Do no, you like what's what's all. the first what was your first impression when you came here? What was the first did you experience culture shock or no, no. I had already been to the Czech Republic before. Okay. Uh, in high school, they took us on a school trip. But listeners, she hadn't been to a party in the Czech Republic. That's for sure. <laughs> I had. 
Oh, you had okay. I, uh. But it was all with Macedonian people. Oh, okay. So not a real Czech party, you could say. And they played Balkan music. So now you are making a comeback. You have made a comeback. True, true. And uh, I, it wasn't really such of a such a culture culture shock because uh, we're still a European country. It's not uh -huh. that different. We have maybe similar standards, not the same for okay. sure, but similar standards. Um, I suppose someone coming from South America would be More. would have a bigger culture shock mm -hmm. than me. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So you like you like feel you're as home as at home. How can I say this? Yeah. You feel comfortable here. True. I do. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I'm just looking at some words uh, because that will that will kind of uh, help me decide what question I, I can ask you. Uh, not that one. To give someone a taste of their own medicine? No. Not really. That would be that would be like revenge. I don't think it's appropriate in this case. Oh, this one. That's a good one. So, is this your first beer? Um, it's my second beer today. Okay, yeah. but we have already established that that the first beer was hours ago. So yeah, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. You're, you're a slow drinker, so uh, that, that means I'm actually drinking less because I don't want uh, the sound of me drinking to be in the audio. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, we are already into 50 minutes of this podcast, and I haven't noticed a single. A single problem, so uh -huh. I don't think. But what I wanted to say initially was that you, I think chances are that you will not exact, exactly end up being paralytic here. Mm, you will not I end up know. end up being wasted <laughs> and, and pissed. I don't mm. think you will. What do you mean? Maybe not today. Are you expecting to? <laughs> I don't to know. get drunk. No, not one really. Day. Not really. But there was this one time when I went to a cafe or a bar here yeah. in Putibradi and I asked for a dark beer and they said they didn't have any dark beer. Okay. This was a conversation in Czech. <laughs> All right. And um, then they told me they have like that mixture of light and dark. I don't know exactly what it's uh, called. We call it Cezanne, whatever. Yeah. But they told me that this smallest bottle is 0.7 liters and I was like are you sure don't you have like a smaller bottle and mm -hmm. they were like no but I guess they were speaking about that specific type of beer maybe they had light beer which was smaller and I had to take like that whole 0.7 <laughs> beer it does beggar belief doesn't it yeah <laughs> and uh, the second day I didn't feel so well because I drank it really fast and... Uh, yeah. You had a headache and yeah. a hangover. Yeah. Only from beer, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it can happen. I'm not much of a drinker, so maybe that's why. Yeah. You're not a drunk. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, I suppose, like, I at this point I should ask you, because we, like I said, we are already into 50 minutes of recording this podcast, like, do you want to carry on recording, or how do you feel about it? Like, 
I'm sure there are still things we could talk about. I, I really don't mind talking, yeah. Yeah. So as long as the listeners are interested. I think they are because they are yeah. getting really good English here. I have to. <laughs> I have to say. I'm blushing here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's never, never enough uh, compliments like that. Yeah. <laughs> actually. Yeah. And yesterday I was really proud of myself because in Secret Hitler. I By the way, guys, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to butt in, but uh, yeah. Secret Hitler is a game that we play at the board game meetup, and it's actually nothing to promote fascism or Nazism. Don't worry, listeners. It's a really popular game these days, and uh, it has this theme of fascist Germany, and that's it. You know, it's yeah. like not you're not doing anything. But really, politically incorrect there. It's just a game. It's just a we game. We shouldn't yeah. take it uh, that seriously. Yes. But the point being, I was the bad guy, or she a was. She was a fascist. Yeah. Because yeah. you end up on on a fascist either. If any of the listeners may know this game, this old Russian game called Mafia. I'm, I get a lot of listeners from Russia actually, so I'm sure some of my listeners, all of my listeners, will know what I'm talking about. So Secret Hitler is a game based on Mafia. And if you ever get your hands on Secret Hitler, I really, I really recommend, I re- recommend that game because it's a, it's really amazing game. And so, so in Mafia you would have Mafia and the villagers, but in Secret Hitler you have fascists and liberals. Yes. Yes. And there are more liberals than fascists. And Maria ended up <laughs> being a fascist, a bad yes. guy, as she as she likes to call it. I. I don't like lying in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you I mean like lying in your bed or what do you mean? <laughs> lying is uh, the action of to lie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that didn't help at all. <laughs> what she means is she does she she does prefer telling the truth. Yeah. She's an honest yeah, she's an honest help person. Yeah, at all. I tried. I tried. Okay. <laughs> and um, for me it's really exhausting especially for a longer time uh-huh. to pretend to be someone I'm not. Yeah. Um, and uh, I usually would be really bad at this, but I don't know what came to me. I, I felt like I was in the zone and I could like really, yeah. really pretend and lie. So mm-hmm. I, I tried really hard. Did it make it feel, did it, did you feel good about it? Did it make you feel good at that moment when you, you, yeah, you were in the zone? It, but yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's in all of us, listeners. Yeah. And I did feel really proud of myself, even though the fascists actually lost. Well, listen to me. You are a nice person, but actually in this world, if you're only a nice person, people will take advantage of you. People will destroy you. So it's good to learn to be not a liar or not a dishonest person, but it's good to get a taste of being... um, bad guy for for a moment yeah and also can to help. also to stand up for yourself and also it can help you um, if you get to that position you might get better at identifying the bad the other bad guys you know and knowing how to deal with them maybe so we found uh, a lesson from this game absolutely yeah. which can be applicable in real life i have to tell you i uh, i played this game a lot of times and I used to be really bad at it as well mm-hmm. because of like I guess I start sweating a little bit more or blush or uh, my voice may not be that consistent and so on. Mm-hmm. But after playing a lot of games, I 
really got much better at, at this game. And yeah, I, I do have a growth mindset in life that... Uh, Sorry, what was that? A growth mindset. A, a growth mindset? Yes. Interesting. There's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. So a fixed mindset would, would have... Someone with a fixed mindset would, would think that you need to be talented about yeah. learning languages or anything yeah, yeah. else, drawing, in order to learn it. Mm -hmm. But a growth mindset uh, is basically... Like G-R-O-W-T-H, growth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is uh, someone with that mindset would uh, think that uh, he or she can learn anything as mm -hmm. long as they practice or they, yeah. they commit enough. So basically it means to have an open mind, we could say. Yeah. It's like to be open-minded. Yeah, and so anything can be learned as long as we uh, work hard enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found this uh, out on my own in uh, high school when I had visual arts as a subject. I, I didn't choose it, I had to have it. Uh, this is another part of my high school journey. I was in uh, an international baccalaureate program. Uh, okay. That's, or sh for short, IB program. That sounds very pretentious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it was an international uh, program and also I got a scholarship for that as well. Okay, <laughs> can I ask you this question? I, it might be a bit tongue-in-cheek but is there something you didn't get an international scholarship for <laughs> I definitely failed a lot many times okay. uh, it's at first I applied to the Netherlands and to America and right. to Germany so those were failures but I don't think maybe we could look at it from different point of view those were missed opportunities for these countries to have you to have you <laughs> in their countries, so you know there is more ways of looking at this, but yeah. I guess. So I had a subject in that uh, program, visual arts, and in mm -hmm. the end we had to make an exhibition, and we also had to. This was all in English, a complete, uh, completely English. Okay. Uh, so my first two years of high school were bilingual, and then this was an uh, English program, but with Macedonian teachers who. We taught in Macedonian in class because it's a public school. And yeah, but you mean like they taught English, but they used a lot of Macedonian? No, they taught in Macedonian, but the books were in English. Right. Wait, 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 wait. hang on. It was, these were English lessons. You, are you talking about English? I'm confused, sorry. Uh, I, I, might, a, I may not have been paying attention. To you. It's a whole program with different subjects. Oh, so okay, we had okay, the okay. geography, chemistry, right. sorry, English, sorry. yeah. It but the books were in English. Yes. I see. So they were supposed to be teaching it yes. in English. But why did they not? Because they didn't have the skills or because, because they, uh, they, they wanted to make it easier? Less for... motivation because uh, they get paid as the same as any teacher in the school. Yeah, yeah. And this was only one program with only one class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, chosen students. <laughs> yeah. And the point is uh, the visual arts. Um, subject first off we started uh, sketching just drawing with pencil mm -hmm. and all that and in the end we ended up creating a whole exhibition so I was really skeptical that I couldn't draw I had mm -hmm. no drawing skills and then uh, step by step but by practicing I actually learned it and I, how old were you when you I was did that? 16 or 17 really okay and do you still like do, do you still like do, draw? Do I still or? draw? No, no. Uh, the you whole could, you could. 
I could, I could, maybe I could uh, doodle sometimes. Uh. <laughs> that's a good word, to doodle. That means, <laughs> listeners, what, that's what students usually do during lecture, boring lectures. <laughs> when, they, when they don't feel like yeah. listening to the lecture for whatever reason. I'm sure you all have done this. It's like you draw ornaments and... Yeah. We, uh, yeah. But the whole concept of creating something out of nothing out of zero like mm -hmm. from zero from scratch it's yeah. really scary for me like uh, you had to have an original idea you had to make sketches and it had to have some meaning or some connection behind it it was really hard mm -hmm. uh, it was maybe the biggest challenge I have ever faced and I overcame it well now yeah. the world is your oyster yeah and actually I will say uh, with certainty that uh, because I did experience both high school and one year of university, the mm -hmm. high school was more difficult for me than the first year of university. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, which is weird to say, I know, but it was my experience. Mm -hmm. Nice. And maybe, maybe that's why I was even more convinced to come here, because uh, university in, in my my university wasn't challenging enough. It was too. I easy. hope I hope recording is the next English podcast is at least a little bit challenging. <laughs> no, no I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm getting paranoid about this. Um, I while talking uh, this I don't know how long we've been talking. One hour. For one hour actually, yeah. Maria. I, it may it may be two. I may divide this into two episodes actually. Oh yeah. Which is cool. Why not? Part one, part two. I do this when, when I record longer episodes. I did notice myself making a few mistakes, but there's no point in uh, overthinking it. You yeah. know, you make a mistake and you move on. Like, you have to. Yeah. Luckily for you, you're not an English teacher. When you're an English teacher, it's even worse. Yeah? Because, yeah, because if, when I make a mistake, it throws me off. I start thinking about reasons why I made that mistake. I start analyzing that mistake. I start classifying classifying that mistake, what kind of mistake it is, and so on and so forth. And so, before you know it, I lose my train of thought. And also, consider yourself lucky that you're not an English teacher. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mentioned this to you before, that my second choice of university was English. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm actually quite gobsmacked about because what does I would. It mean? Wow, <laughs> this is the first word after after one hour and two minutes of recording this lessons that she doesn't know. To be gobsmacked means to be extremely surprised. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's um, slang expression, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So, but I don't I don't know why I used it now. Oh, I'm gobsmacked because you. English is num as your no uh, number two choice, which is really unexpected. And not my first choice. Or yeah, I wouldn't yeah. expect this. I would, I would see you as somebody studying English, philo English philology, or translating, or teaching, whatever you like about it. I don't know. Uh, the main debate uh, I had in my mind was uh, whether I. I want to have English as a skill or as a profession because mm -hmm. I can be an economist and still have good English that's true. Yeah, that's as true. a skill on the side. Uh, that's true. But 
I don't know, if you really want to be successful in life, you need to be really good at one thing. True. And that one thing is English for me until now. It definitely is, yeah. but it can change. I don't know. But you're but very, you're very young, so it can change. Yeah. But I do have reasons for economics. I What are your reasons? Own. Can you tell us about them? <laughs> are they, are they secret or? No, they're not. You could say they're too far-fetched. Mm. But I, I do have my own dreams of saving the world or something. You, you know? do. I know it sounds kind of stupid, but it's I don't know. A little like, bit of idealist, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Um, Why not? I, I see a lot of problems uh, in the world nowadays. Yeah. What kind of problems do you mean? Like economic um, problems, people? environmental problems, environmental problems. Yes, and uh, I really want to see like uh, how the economy functions and find uh, its uh, loopholes and gaps and how mm -hmm. we can fix this. Uh, I yeah. don't know. It's a it's a large large uh, project of mine mm -hmm. or goal. Um, I, I do want to focus on sustainable development mm -hmm. and sustainable uh, development and sustainable development takes into consideration three things that's economic development social development and environmental development so it, it oh, all you're speaking like somebody who has PhD in this. <laughs> no. okay tell us more about it it's it's a really nice um, you could say idea mm. or concept but uh, it's not very much applied into the real world like why do you think so why do you think it's not because even uh, one of the most famous economists uh, Smith Keynes this is the only one I know oh Keynes, Keynes yeah that's Keynes. the other one yeah. he said um, mm, what was his quote let me remember oh yeah in the long term we're all dead that's what he said which is true I, ge I guess I can't deny that. <laughs> in the long term, we're all dead. But if we all think that way, uh -huh. then we only think about ourselves, and we're being selfish, basically. The next 10 years of humanity, or 20. Yeah. But what about the next 50? Well, unfortunately, this is how most people think. Yeah. 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 Most people don't care, and they're greedy and selfish, and the, especially here in the Western world. I mean. I guess I, I shouldn't speak for other parts of the world. We are very materialistic, and you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And it used to be different. I I try to reduce my waste as much as possible, not buy things I don't need. Yeah. I've always been very uh, conscious and conscious uh, of this. aware, self-aware of. Uh, so you must be really gutted about the current situation. Yeah. 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 Well, it is something, it's, it's an issue I really care about, the, the environment, yeah. The good news is that you're on the, on the track to change everything, I'm going to save the world. You're on a mission to save the world. Yeah, the thing I'm most afraid of is not, is disappointing myself and just having a, I don't know, a job in accounting or something. Oh no, not that. <laughs> I hate accounting, I hate I would. <laughs> Please no. I would employ you as my co-co-co-co-host of the English podcast. If, if somebody Rather offered, than having me yeah, work. I would I would save you. No, but that's not happening. That's definitely not happening to you. I mean, not that. Please no. Oh God, no. I'm sure we have just insulted some accountants. accountants who are listening to this podcast. Please, guys, we didn't mean it that way. Obviously, accountants. Uh, 
Accountants? Accountants. Accountants. I, I knew it sounded weird and wrong. Yeah. Accountants are really necessary and important. And to be fair, I can't do without my own accountant. I, I, I've, I'm a freelancer and I have to do my taxes every year. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't know Yeah, that. but I don't do it because <laughs> I, I suck at counting. <laughs> calculating all those things or maybe I'm just lazy to learn it I don't know but I do have an accountant it's one of my former students and she's really good at what she's doing so I hope we <laughs> I hope we fixed it now yeah. I hope we we returned or we mm, fixed the Im image of an accountant mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I definitely don't want to study finance or something, some yeah. boring stuff about money and uh, I don't know. You want to do something related to environment. Can there be some sort of a field like that? Um, I think there can be. Uh, there is uh, sustainable development maybe for a master's degree. Mm -hmm. uh, there is uh, economic development. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know, there are many options, but this all sounds very nice, but I need to make it a more tangible thing. Mm -hmm. By tangible, I really, I'm, I'm really like impressed by the vocabulary you are throwing in to this podcast. And sometimes I, I feel like, I feel the need to explain these words to my listeners. So if something is tangible, it means achievable, basically. Something... You something can you can grasp. You can grasp. So yeah. it's like something real, more realistic or like achi achievable. Sustainable what development. What would I work if I focused on this? Like yeah. I could work for the United Nations or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's far-fetched as well. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I need to have like some some clear clear, clear goal, something clear picture of what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've also not, not not something blurred. Yeah. Yeah. I've also considered statistics or something. You have. It's it's very fun for me actually. I like uh, I like statistics. Not that I'm really good at math or anything. I would actually I would actually argue that it's it's similar to accounting, isn't it? How is no. it? How, why is it? Why is it more appealing to you than accounting? Tell me. You can come to a lot of conclusions from statistics. You can learn a lot about the world from right. statistics, and it's applicable in every uh, area in the world. And accounting is just for businesses, I guess, and freelancers, I guess. But and wouldn't you say that sometimes it can get dangerous when people like it's just just ma make conclusions based on on statistics? I'm afraid of statistics because there's a lot of different ways you can portray information. Yeah, exactly. And it can be misleading. Exactly, right. And that's why I'm afraid. Like you would say that every Czech person be drinks a lot, and it's, yeah. you know we drink a lot of beer, and that we, I don't know, but maybe it's not true for everyone. But I don't know. It seems like a more tangible skill to be good at statistics mm -hmm. than to be good at something not mm -hmm. so well defined. You know. I see what you mean. It's a dilemma, but I'm working on it. Yeah. I hope you will, you manage to crack this nut eventually and you won't get overwhelmed by all the studies that you are in for, certainly that will be some work to be done, but I'm sure you're one of those people who will actually enjoy it. Yeah, and I think that I'm, I'm going to study economics for the right reasons, at least. I have that clear conscience in my head. As long as you can justify it to yourself. Yeah. So. <laughs>
amazing. So I don't know. Like I, I'm sure there there would be a lot of things to talk about, but. Actually, listeners, we have to kind of wrap up, own up. No, we have to, before we wrap up, we have to own up to something. Oh. We haven't really prepared. Let's be let's be fair. We haven't really prepared this episode much, have we? No, not at all. We just winged it. Yeah. We went with the flow, and I have to say, I am quite happy about this one. I'm really happy about this one. I'm glad you are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been great talking to you and. Likewise, uh, I, yeah. Amazing, and I hope the listeners will say the same when they listen to this. Yeah, because I don't know. I guess when I'm enthusiastic about something, I really get myself out there. You're in the zone, as you said. Yeah. Before. It's quite nice. Yeah. I give all my energy. To <laughs> okay. So I don't. I don't really want to waste all your energy. <laughs> I mean. Uh, so. I hope this is not the last time we have you on this podcast, by the way. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. It would be an honor to come again. Yeah. Are you going to listen to this, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> when I it will. gets published, you will? Yeah, but I won't judge myself yeah. too hard. You will judge me? No. <laughs> no, because it's a phenomenon that when you listen to your own voice, it's kind of different. Yep. But I'm prepared for that. It's then. It can be a shock. Yeah. It's, if you haven't listened yeah. to your own voice. I'm interested what the friends I will share it with will think. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, I think we might as well wrap up, as you said before, yeah. this episode of the podcast. Once again, thank you very much for being on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> and hope to talk to you next time. Yeah, looking forward to it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.